Hey, everyone, and welcome to the 46th installment of the Weekly Catch-Up Podcast. It's Wednesday, September 2, 2020. I'm your host, Carson Gibbons, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend, Mr. B-Rad Colvin. That'd be me. What's happening? It's September, baby. It's September. We got a rain, a chill. Yo, uh, spiced pumpkin, everything is back. PSL already came out, I heard. Yeah, uh, yeah, that pumpkin spice latte, baby. For all you basic white girls, what are what are white girls with Uggs wearing as a mask? Like, what's the go-to mask format or hmm. style? Uh, m- maybe they're just like pulling their scarf up a little higher. Ooh, that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking so. Little uh, cap with the snowball on top. Mm, yeah, that, I think I think that's it. Gotta love them basic <laughs> white girls, though. That's they, my favorite jam. I love yeah. that look. Basic white girls is what uh, makes the world keep spinning. <laughs> well, keeps the world burning, too, as we'll talk about in this hour. So, uh, anxious to catch up with you, my friend. Are you ready yeah, to get into it? Let's get it! It's the weekly catch-up with Carson and Brad. Here to talk about the week we done had. It could be sports, religion, politics. We keeping the tabs. You would think they work for Gucci, how they deep in their bag. Get your facts up. On Wednesday, we'll be counting the stats up. So turn the volume up till it's maxed up. You know the drill. So tell a friend to tell a friend to relax up and chill. We back up. This is the weekly catch up. Do you remember? The 21st night. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Guys, that was not planned (laughs) at all. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Courtney sent me that song at midnight. Whenever. Yeah. Whenever it turns I was going to try to do a gag on you, and you just already went through. That was beautiful. I got you, dude. Oh, our chemistry. Oh, it's going to be a good episode. Going to get you a PSL and some Ugg boots, Brad. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Now that you're you're getting down into my target weight. (laughs) Sweater weather, baby. Yeah, dude, I felt like uh, I had like a reflective moment on September 1 where I was like, dude, it's it's September 1. It's been 113 degrees in the shade for like yeah. 20 straight days. And as soon as September hits, rain and cold front. And I love it. It's kind of uh, wild. I'm like, wow, we're already back to this time. And it's bringing back all the nostalgia of like a year ago. And yeah, back when we could do things. Yeah. This time last year, I was I was in the Broadmoor having like a luxury experience. I was unemployed. Was, yeah that it's actually been weird like my time hop recently some of the memories are kind of um uh, kind of painful in some ways because you know i was uh i was leaving my company um i was trying to figure out what i was going to do next in life and starting this podcast was one of the best things that i did during that that stretch it's uh, one of but, the best things we've done in our lives yeah no for for sure um it's something that i'm very proud that i've done over this last year because this last year has been super fast paced but yeah, we were celebrating my late grandparents and the Broadmoor in Colorado Springs about this time last year. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had just gotten back from a week in Europe, just kind of going around and uh, London, um, Stonehenge, Bath, uh, Paris, mm-hmm. and um, leaving the company and like looking for, you know, thinking about what I was going to do for new nine, nine to five, so to speak. And, um, just feel like I've scaled a lot of stuff up over the last year. And I think I have you to thank for, for part of that. And definitely the tots as well for, you know, bringing us back to this place every week to kind of report back like weekly metrics are crazy, dude. Yeah. Like 
when you track activity on a week over week basis, like you best be hustling every day. Yep. So, <laughs> yeah, man, I, it's, it's been a wonderful thing to be able to look back, uh, you know, cause we're gearing up for having done this for one year. That's correct. And this so, month. yeah, September 28th, which, which is wild. And so I, you know what, I think before our 52nd episode, I think I'm going to listen to episode one. Even Ooh. I know, <laughs> but I think I'm going to do it just to see how far we've come, not only in, you know, our, our, what we do as far as podcasting, you know, back, let, let's go back to a time whenever we didn't have a uh, theme song or uh, some of these inside jokes, like who knew it would spark some of that. And the, um, this podcast has actually opened up like a lot of, uh, a lot of friendships for me, you know, like uh, buffing abroad Brock, like, you know, it, it's something that we've kind of talked about. And I feel like it's uh, like, that's just one example of many friendships that have kind of blossomed or, or grown through this. Um, and so I, I'm eager to look back and kind of see like where we were at at that time. Like you said, you know, you, you were job hunting. You didn't, you didn't know what you were doing. Um, I had just moved back fresh from Maryland and uh was that just a year ago yeah oh wow um I wow was, i was jumping into a, a relationship that you know for, for the first time you know a serious one for the first time in many years and so that was kind of scary and to be able to look back at and like you know see where i am now it, it's just a really cool thing yeah it's like, speaking of the friendship stuff like i haven't met brock but i i want to be friends with him like yeah i can tell that um Dude, he's on point. Like I was uh, watching a story of his or something the other day and he was reading a book on like a beach or somewhere. Mm -hmm. And I I literally was watching like a JRE or, or something later and they were talking about that exact same book. Oh, wow. And he just seems very much on kind of like kind of this weird bleeding edge of all the different things that I'm kind of, you know, mashed up into because like definitely in reflection on a year of this show which this isn't the anniversary episode by any yeah, means yeah, yeah. but thinking about the topics like i think you'll go back and listen to episode one and be like yep nothing's changed <laughs> they you know never iterated no. <laughs> i think that you know bringing in the listener snippets we had michael on the show I, I know we've talked about as we expand our resources here in terms of um studio space and things like that we're going to get more guests in the future yeah i would hope and uh, have repeat guests as well but um, from a topical perspective, I feel like we, you know, the stuff that David wrapped 40 some weeks ago is still valid today. Mm -hmm. And it's how I introduce it. Like I was talking to some some of the people at, at Hatchways at work this week uh, that work for like the space. And I was explaining uh, that I had a pod like it came up right. that I had a podcast and um he was like, what's it about? And I, I go, it's a podcast about nothing. And he goes, those are the best. And I was like, I don't know. It could, it could be sports, religion, politics. You know, we're deep in our bag. But it, invariably, we come back to those three topics and just, you know, the culture and um, mm -hmm. COVID and the things that, you know, are happening kind of globally. And then our unique perspective on it or if we have yeah. a, a regional play on the topic. How it affects us on a smaller scale. Yeah, we need to continue thinking of ways to expand that horizon, so to speak, you know? Yeah. What would that look like? I don't know. Like I, I think about it a lot though. Like I think about calling Mark Cuban and just being like, Hey dude, 
here's the here's the deal. Will you, will you provide an audio snippet for this? Like, mm-hmm. you know, backlinks, blah, blah, blah. It would be totally out of the graciousness of his heart <laughs> um, and some flattery to like Luca or something that would have to occur. Yeah. Maybe I'd have to send him a cool deal or something. Um, but, you know, being able to promote uh, an episode like episode 50 with Mark Cuban, something like that, that could acquire, I guess the end goal being like acquiring more listeners sure. is kind of what I'm basing all of this off of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about it. Um, I mean, staying true to self, but also like we're not going to be stern. I'm not going to, Yeah, I, I have no desire to like interview strippers on the couch or anything. <laughs> Um, or do I, <laughs> um, all right. No, I, what, what do you think about, I think about video. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, uh, I think that is very plausible and something that we could do in the near future. Um, I've been putting my thinking cap on with that one, mm-hmm. uh, just because I think that one of the, one of the main ways that I break into new podcasts, which I would say like the last podcast that got a legitimate download for me, because like I only download you if I'm going to be on a plane that is so ratchet that it doesn't have Wi-Fi. Right. So um, I would just go and like whatever I'm consuming on YouTube, I would go download an episode I hadn't heard. Flagrant 2 made that cut for my last flight. Mm. And I very much got to know those guys. Like I already knew Schultz, but seeing them together and their dynamic and their format, I got to know that through kind of the video snippets on YouTube. Right where they're able to say the guys break down the NBA shutdown or the mm-hmm. guys break down COVID or Jeffrey Epstein yeah. or WAP. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think that that's one of the things that I've wanted to do with our episodes is like, you know, some people have, have said that we talk a lot, we talk too long. Yeah. And there's a lot of, there's probably a lot of bull wrapped around some really great sentiments. Yeah. And if we could extract those better and get you... You know, the guys, the guys take on, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you just have to commit to six minutes yeah. on there, something that you already want to learn more about. There are gems to be mined. There are gems to be mined. There's a lot yeah. of dirt, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that doesn't diminish the value, though, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, everybody just wants to get to the dime. They don't want to, you know, put in the work. I understand that. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going for it. I, I will. Slower. I will say, yeah, you you got to put in the work. I will say, I had a student. Uh, it was either yesterday or today. Tell me, yeah, you know, I kind of fell off. I stopped listening. You know, school started. Uh, there are other things that I'm doing, and you guys talk a lot. But well, hey, hey kid, collectively from the show, uh, yeah, we hear you. Have a great year with the mask <laughs> on, nerd. <laughs> Hope you do well and stuff. I mean, that stings a little for me too, but. I mean, if you can't sit still and, and think about something or listen to one topic for two hours, you're not going to cut it in college, kids. So hope you're balling with a mask on. Oh, love you, buddy. So you had you had a student describe to you why they abandoned cart on our episode. Well, he was. T- oh, because uh, I told him I, he was like, what are you doing? Or no, he said, are you going to the soccer game tomorrow? I said, yeah, um, I'm going to go to the soccer game. and Then I'm going to bed early. And he's like. Oh yeah, like you're gonna you're gonna be doing your podcast tonight, right? And I said, "Yep." And then, like, I just looked at him. I was like, "You stopped listening, huh?" He's like, "Yeah." I was like, "That's okay, man. Like, no hard feelings." And he's like, yeah. "And that's whenever he kind of got into, um, what his feedback, <laughs> his feedback." Oh my goodness! We, hey, we ask for the listener feedback. I appreciate it. 
All right, let me clarify. I'd like <laughs> listener feedback that's above 18. <laughs> no, I'm playing. What, what's this generation called? Uh, is this Gen Z? This is Gen Twerp. <laughs> no, Gen Z is like, is that... isn't that directly after us? I don't know. These kids were born after like 9-11, so. Yeah, these kids are crazy. You don't know anything, kid. Yeah. yeah this kid didn't see the towers fall. What does he know? Um, <laughs> I always so... I always give him a hard time, but I know the listener, like, this is a kid that I, I uh, joke with quite a bit. Um, we pick on each other. Well, this but, is my but the listener. Hear of the listeners don't know that, so so I I do want to preface it with saying like I got love I got love for this kid. Okay, proceeding to the listen to our episodes. <laughs> we need the views. Oh, that's that's just so I'm confrontational. Trying, I'm trying. It's like, oh, you to your... gain these views so I can quit teaching you. Yes. <laughs> uh, is that? <sighs> I guess that he wouldn't like you as his teacher if he was listening a lot then, when you think about it. What do you mean? Well, if he wanted you to remain his teacher, because oh, he'll obviously yeah. be repeating grades. Oh, yeah. He, you know, he wouldn't survive without me. Oh, shots fired. I just love that he's like, oh, yeah, you got your podcast tonight, don't you? And then <laughs> I don't listen anymore. It's like, okay. <laughs> Cool. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Is he starting people, point guard? People or are going to come and go. I also got two texts um, from people that I didn't even know were still listening uh, this week. But uh, who? We, um, one of my old students, Kaylee. Uh, I used to teach her at uh, Dallas Christian Academy. I think I've shouted her out once. Her boyfriend, um, Andy. I've, I've mentioned him a few times on the podcast giving him a shout out but kaylee like she texted me on her own she's like oh i thought that uh podcast was hilarious i, I really liked that episode she's like the golf stuff wasn't for me i was like i feel you but uh <laughs> but i was like yeah you know but you know you're like i know right <laughs> i was like if we could just cut that part out i'm sure that text thread goes a lot longer than you're saying <laughs> that's why we need the youtube video so we can just splice that part out you know <laughs> hey i mean no i'm joking I'm yeah joking. I, It'll still be a video. It'll be like breaks down the PGA championship. It'll right, have like right. five views. But you know what? Those are five cool dudes. Um, and I want to hold on to that golf talk. Let, let's pin that just for a sec. You're like, could you circle back in episode 64? Uh, no, but the second person I'm going to shout out is Dylan, my buddy Dylan Sargent. I don't know if you know Jordan Sargent. Uh, yeah. It's her brother, her. one of her brothers, who is a good friend of mine. And he's been tuning in and um, he's been at least tuning in for the past several weeks and uh has been giving me feedback he's like oh my goodness the classroom he was talking uh you know we were talking about the distance ed and um sierra not knowing like what our <laughs> students like he's like dude i was dying on that part um so i just want to shout out dylan so you know some some people go but we're, we're still gaining new listeners so i'm okay with that you're gaining new listeners i gotta say like nobody hits me up hardly no and with, they're, they're with just the specific silent ones, references i'm telling you my side which might be smaller than your side for all i know is they are view only you know like yeah. they I, I guarantee you there's some shady people out there that mm. know me that are listening to this and never <laughs> yep they they never comment back they're just jotting they never down like. they're just jotting down in their notebook yeah they just see that story they are an impression on that post and they're like all right mm. I see you. Yep, see you. It's unnerving AF. <laughs> Meanwhile, this past week, 
I got retweeted by Joe Budden, baby. He knows I exist. Dang, dude, that blew up. It did. That was crazy. Like, yeah. Brad texted me that he got retweeted by Budden, and I'm like having a crazy day. <laughs> you know, just conference calls from hell. Back to back to back to back to back. And later that night, I text him, and I'm like, okay, now that the dust has settled from the day, I have to like comment on like what a big deal this is. Like, you went viral. <laughs> yeah, man. That Even was, before he that was retweeted awesome. it, you were like it in was, triple digits worth of likes. Yeah, it was. It was. It was gaining some steam and then uh, i hate it when you did, do that yeah <laughs> i wish yeah. you could do I, that on my account Brad. i get i get a few like i get a couple every year you know and i've never once posted anything genuine like original <laughs> thought and had it do anything you know when i post an original thought nobody likes it nobody <laughs> retweets it maybe maybe it's the hours you're posting we gotta we gotta look at the algorithms when, when did you post your button tweet like eight nine a.m yeah, that's a good time to do it. Yeah, everybody's starting their day. They're checking their social media before they go into work. All right, note to self. I didn't really consider that whenever I tweeted it out, and I definitely didn't think he would be retweeting it, but it was cool nonetheless. I mean, you served it up to him on a silver platter. Yeah, I mean, how could he not? Yeah, but he, he didn't even... It's almost better... Like, he didn't quote tweet you or block nope. anything like that. He just straight retweeted Straight that. up. Straight up. And then somebody in the comments said, you just gained a listener for your podcast, and... uh that was cool. Even even like socially on the internet, you're like, I, I'm jealous of your interaction with people that cite specific things and just like interact. Um, well, and I will say, I don't tweet. <laughs> after I got in a relationship, I just haven't tweeted as much. But, you know, I, I used to just tweet a lot a day and just see what stuck, man. Like I would just throw it against the wall and uh, some things would be great, some not so much. You know, sometimes I, I'd look lame or whatever, but. I was having fun. It's all that counts. Yeah. Um, you're in trouble. Why? Somebody tweeted you um, about the golf match and it was overlooked. Wait, what? My mom tweeted you, man. She had listened to the podcast and uh, she had tweeted you, man. I'll, I'll pull it up. But it was it was about the putt that happened the the was my crazy putt was my personal handle yeah on this yep yeah, yeah she didn't even tweet at me sometimes this doesn't go into your notifications like i've noticed this yeah she didn't even tweet at me but she texted me either yesterday or the day before and she's like you tell that carson he's in trouble uh, <laughs> i'm sorry I'm yeah sorry. it's right here yeah um, read and we see that putt oh wow yeah well thanks to your mom for yeah. shout out kiki doing what you couldn't for me um, well, I didn't want to inform you before the podcast because <laughs> it's funnier this way. I need I need to follow her if I don't. Oh, the show follows her. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Oh, she's a golf fan. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, she shares real content. Your dad just sends me your mom <laughs> jokes. And if you're wondering, yes, there is one this week. Oh, snap. Are we saying it now? Uh, yeah, we're going to do it right this second. All right. Um, you ready? Yes. Your mom is so fat that she left the house wearing high heels and she came back in flip-flops. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. There you have it, folks. That's how Dean feels. That's good. And that's one of those uh, polished gems. Yeah. All good right. Good old Dean. Yep. Um, 
How, 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 <laughs> we're we're freaking 10 minutes in and Brad's like, um, how's the rest of your week? Been? We're like, what, how are we losing student <laughs> listeners? Uh, it's probably two hours worth of ums is my guess. <laughs> <laughs> we should just go rapid fire. Let's, I'm like, I'm like, you don't have enough time. Yeah, I'll start. I'll start assigning more homework. Then you really won't have enough time. Let's condense this into like, we should do 38 minute episodes and just like little, crank them little out. Little mini-sodes. What, there was a podcast with Callan and Will Sasso and I think mm-hmm. Crystalia back in the day. That was 10 minutes. It was called the 10 minute podcast. Nice. Uh, we, we could record, I mean, at the rate, at the length that we record each week, we could really just record several minisodes and then just take several weeks off and just keep dropping them once a week. Yeah. No, totally true. Yeah. That might be better for the listeners than what would we have a three week break? I got to say though, like that was refreshing. your student that referenced going back to school as a reason for not listening is not jiving with the overall analytics that I'm seeing. I'm actually seeing us come back because in the height of COVID in summer, nobody was commuting. You know, I don't blame the friends of the listeners that if they can't get out and walk and listen or commute and listen, they're not going to. I'd be choosing Netflix over us. Totally. A hundred percent. You just have better content options if you're already at home. Disney plus like we don't have the Marvel Cinematic Universe on this podcast, you know. Like, <laughs> but now, that but the we're world, trying. <laughs> yeah, now that the world is, yeah, we're steady gaining <laughs> yeah. progress, buddy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Bob Iger's on the line. He's like, "Hey, I'm retired now." So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure we tweeted out like a poll uh, from our podcast Twitter account today, and it got like six votes. So, yeah, cr- crushing it. Yeah. Well, we did one the other day, and it had a lot, but this one. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know what the options should be. I was like, what do you want to talk about? Kenosha, PGA, NBA, uh, Trump's mini strokes. And mm. I don't think anybody voted for Kenosha the last time I saw, which I don't think so. Either. In some ways is fine. We've kind of we've kind of not addressed or been up to speed on, I guess, all the all the latest with with racial stuff. And maybe we'll circle circle back and mm-hmm. uh, probably tackle some of that today. But Yeah. I forgot what we were talking about. Um, just all of the options, all of the topics yeah, that we yeah. could be talking about, you know? Yeah. I, I was basically just, you know, saying uh, we will someday be like Disney. Yes. That's that's the point. That's the that's the nugget that I'm trying to get them to see today. The, the company, not the man, right. not the anti-Semite. Oh, no, no, guys. Come on. Man, um, everybody's got something. Everybody could get canceled. Yeah, I was talking to my students about that today. It's like we live uh, in cancel culture, and it's like you really want somebody to understand like your point of view, your perspective. Like, there's got to be some give and take, you know? Yeah, I um, mean, so turn to page thirty-eight of Pilgrim's Progress, <laughs> bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, how's that going? Oh, school. I mean, school's been awesome. Um, haven't been reading Pilgrim's Progress, but uh, she mad. I don't know. I haven't heard anything, so we're chilling for now. Okay. Yeah, but school's been great. Students are awesome. Um, today, we began our map testing, uh, which uh, if you have gone to like an Adventist school, you might be familiar with the Iowa, whoop, I'm sorry, the Iowa or ITBS test. Hey, bro, if you could not play other <laughs> stuff during our show, that'd be great. My mistake. I'm just trying to pull up my notes and audio started playing. Um... Anyway, the map testing is actually really, really cool. I'm really excited about it. 
Um, in the past, these Iowa tests, you know, you get your number two pencil, you'd fill in the bubbles. Kids would just be zigzagging back and forth whenever they got bored and trying to finish up just so uh, everybody could go play. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> uh, I, I was one of those kids, baby. Uh, once, once we hit that math section, I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, when in doubt, choose C. There was a lot of C's. <laughs> Um, anyway, with the map testing, we're doing it on, uh, their students' Chromebooks. So we log into this website and they're locked into the website. And, um, once we begin, it is untimed, even though it takes about an hour, an hour 20 for each student to finish their test. And I can see their progress. It notifies me if a student is clicking too quickly, like, if they're not even reading the question and they're just clicking away, trying to get through it, it'll flag me. And if they do it enough times and I'm not feeling good about it, I can pause their test and like lock their screen and tell them, Hey, like you got to take your time on this or, you know, at least sit around before, before you click again. Um, Cause it's flagging just saying that you're just trying to get through it. So I thought that was really cool. And at the end of each section, once they've completed it, it tells them how many questions they got correct, which I love because with the Iowa test or the ITBS test, you would have to wait months um, to see, you know, it would send back the average, your, the national average of like where you stand in each of these subjects. Like this one sends back your information right away at the end of the test, which is really cool. Real time, baby. Yeah. And that means I can get a jump on like, oh, this class kind of struggled like with the grammar section, but did really well in the reading. Now I can focus on uh, grammar and proofreading, punctuation, stuff like that. Um, and, and, and I don't know, I, I think it'll just benefit the kids. Like I can, I can change my lessons depending on, uh, where their strengths and weaknesses are. And I can do that at a much quicker rate. It's really preparing them for adulthood with, you know, moving the mouse around for defensive driving <laughs> online one day. Dude. Yes. Yeah, I've I've taken defensive driving for myself and my dad several times. So. <laughs> and your dad, <laughs> Dean. <laughs> it's a bad man right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, hey, Brad, blow into this thing. I got to get my car started. <laughs> no, no. I'm playing. None of that, none of that. But, um, but yeah, no, we, we've both been no to speed here and there. So yeah. we got a lead foot. Man, I had to. My, my uncle and I share that same issue, and down when I was in Johnson County for those years in college, I had to retain his lawyers that he uses that just <laughs> wink at the judge and say, hey, let's not put this on the docket today, and it just goes <laughs> away. Like, I paid for that multiple times. Yeah. And just was like, wow, this is really effective legal representation. That's, <laughs> that's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that that's interesting. Yeah, so man, you're just testing. kind of like you're like a systems administrator that can lock somebody out. Yeah. And, it's um, wonderful. It's, you're almost obsolete in certain ways. If it grades it, you know, proctors does all of this. Like, well, I mean, this, this test them, I still have to teach them the material. Yeah. Though. Yeah. No, I feel you, man. Yeah. I, no, you'll never the, be obsolete. The school, the schools need me as, as more machines come in, you know, more people are needed for yeah. every job that's offset by AI or whatever. Probably two or three are created. I think is what they say for sure. Um, I, I have a funny little thing that I saw today. So, um, we moved around in our classes today, depending on which classes we were teaching. Like, so I had to move from my room to a different one, um, in order to proctor one of the tests and somebody else was in mine who had a smaller class. 
Um, so mine finished up. All my kids had to go to the gym for, uh, it was like week of prayer. So they gathered in there. I went to my office and I was, uh, it was kind of just like a little free time for me. And through my office, like I can look into my classroom and I'm watching the kids and they have their Chromebook, which, you know, they're taking their test. And once they're done with their test, they can continue working on homework or classwork, um, projects, whatever it might be. And I see um, one of my students thinks he's being sneaky and he has his phone (laughs) propped up against his laptop. And obviously like the teacher from the front of the room can't see it, but I'm at an angle from my office and uh, he, he's like watching something on Netflix, some superhero show. And so I just tap on the window. He looks up at me and he's like, uh, and uh, just told him to come here and I took his phone. So that was kind of funny. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. He, I don't know. Sometimes they think that they're, they're pulling one over and I felt bad for the teacher. Like, you know, she's, I feel like sometimes they try to take advantage of the older teachers and she's, she's getting there. She's, she's probably going to be retiring sometime soon. Um, and so it was just funny that they thought they were going to cheat the system. And I was yeah. like, not today, son. That's funny. Yeah. Somebody's always watching boy. And then I got back on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the irony. Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. I've been hard at work. Um, we're just kind of, we're, we're exploding right now. You know, we're hiring new talent. Um, we're launching new versions of products, new products. And it's kind of gangbusters right now. It's, it's honestly kind of an exciting time yeah. to be involved, um, you know, and create the culture. Like we're to be at the, the ground floor of something is just, I had a moment. Um, we changed from .org to .com oh. this Sunday and so it's always been carsonappreciate.org and now it's carsonappreciate.com and we we own both you know we can use both but you know as we've pivoted from certain business models to our our go to market strategy um we've you know had appreciate.com and everything is appreciate.com now and i told our president the day that we were like flipping the switch i said dude at the rate that we're growing right now there's going to be some kids walking through the hallway in five years and they're you and I will walk around the corner and they're going to be like, dude, those guys were dot orgs. Mm-hmm. They were dot orgers. That's how long they've been here. Like, mm. They built this place. And like, like that. that kind of opportunity is super exciting. And I think, you know, having learned more in the startup world, you know, being involved with my first startup, going through Y Combinator and now, you know, as uh, an early stage employee of this startup on kind of the, the formational team here. Um, I've, I've gained a lot of insight. I still know far less than I need to and want to and aspire to, but I, I know enough to smell the roses and to just having a team really provides me like an infrastructure and a framework to um, just have a different perspective, you know, mm-hmm. add, add the comment that maybe I uniquely can say or see or add value with. Um, to an already, you know, uh, well, well participated in dialogue internally. And um, I just think that the the people on this team are so smart and so hardworking and so committed. And it's like, it's like this, um, it's like this organism that's just kind of growing and we're adding people to it. We're steadily getting larger, bigger, better customers that need more, want more. Um, that are beating our door down 
I get inbound form submissions that I interface with. And now it's like before I knew why you were inbounding. And now I don't necessarily know. I'm like, which of our products are you most interested in? That's because they could say, I saw you on LinkedIn or I was on this thing with my team. Like, you know, appreciate social has really, there's a virality aspect to that where, you know, I get you on appreciate social and now you're in a drip campaign and you just, you know, figured out that you can host your own social for 30 minutes mm -hmm. for a free account with friends, family, colleagues, team, socially distanced, uh, lab partners, like what, whatever the case may be. And so I'm getting like, like I, I got on a call with the VP of talent effectiveness here in Dallas today, who was like my COO sat in on something and said, go find this. Like, mm -hmm. and it, it's that kind of give me that type of early adopter situation that we're currently experiencing and just poised for super rapid growth. So I'm really thankful to be in this position where I'm at now, you know, nine months on into this, you know, current position, but reflecting on the last year of podcasting and some of that optionality that I was faced with after leaving my, my first startup. Um, you know, I just think back to that time, like I think I've mentioned on the show before looking back in time, in the present moment and connecting with your former self. And, you know, sometimes when I'm going through a hard time, like looking off into the distance and connecting with my future self and just saying like, Hey man, <laughs> one day you won't, it, you won't wake up and everything is perfect, but one day you'll, you'll stop and think like, wow, things are where they should be at the moment yeah. and look back. Cause look you're, how far I've come. Yeah. And I, I literally can think back to the precise moments sometimes. And there, that loop really helps me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And just like you kind of brought up uh, how much we've changed or how much has happened since uh, the first recording of this episode, like I'm thinking about some of the stories that you were telling me early on whenever you joined Preciate. And then as the months have progressed, like some of the names that you're dropping and some of the things that you guys are doing behind the scenes and then uh, your social, the social platform kind of blowing up and then uh, you bringing me on to like test out one of the sessions and um it's really cool just to see how much is changing within the company um, over the progression of our recordings too. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, we were in a, an internal product demo the other day and I had to remind somebody like, no, 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 six months ago, what the screen that you're looking at didn't exist. <laughs> like, right. This whole functionality <laughs> didn't exist Yeah, because we have to remind ourselves sometimes because when you're in it in the slog, like pretty much seven days a week, just daily, it, it's your baby that you have to look after because nobody else is going to like mm -hmm. nobody in the market cares about you. Yeah. Um, it, it's yeah. Savage. It's um. anyway. So I hate to always kind of like defer to that when doing like a weekly recap, but you know, there are many days that my first call is at 8 AM with New York or East coast or London, like London always takes that time slot because mm. they're six hours ahead. So that's their 3 p.m. And likely, depending on what time zone you're trying to get on my meetings page, like I have an automated meeting calendar link, all of that, you know, there might be limited optionality for you. And I've started to have, this is crazy, the global footprint of like Preciate's perspective and existing customer base has expanded to the extent that I have customers that are so far ahead in time that they say, your calendar does not offer a time that's within waking <laughs> hours of us. Oh. So I've had to go outside of scope because I have like a, you can only book me from this time to this time. Yeah. Otherwise my life would be ruined <laughs> and I couldn't plan anything right. or sleep. But, um, 
the uh, I'll have to go outside of the scope of that meetings link. And so this week it was 7 p.m. for Singapore and it was their 8 a.m. call. And I just uh, liaised a call today that's 15 hours ahead. Mm-hmm. So just it's crazy to see all of that. But so that that dominates a good portion of my time. I've kind of been putting in a, a school schedule at the office. Yeah. So usually four, mainly five days a week. But I usually go in like 8.30 to 3.30, something like that. And then I go home. It's five minutes home. I set back up. I swing a golf club 10 times, mm-hmm. do a meditation session, and I go back to work. And I work like the West Coast and all of that because it's 5 o'clock here, but it's 3 p.m. in L.A. in Silicon Valley. So those st- people still need to be sold, support calls, QC, sales calls, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Wow. Man, yeah, that's that's uh, the weekends are better. Like, I we still work on the weekends. Um, you know, I exchanged Slack messages and emails and had to do some stuff from Mm -hmm. an internal infrastructure standpoint this Sunday. I didn't work like the rest of the team did. I think I probably have it easier than they do on off hours, for instance, Mm -hmm. in some ways. But But I have during the day, oh, I have to be super on. And sometimes the team will get on like a group Zoom and they're all wearing baseball caps and Mm -hmm. hoodies. And I'm like, oh, like (laughs) I want to be comfy. Yeah. But that's not the case. No, I, you know, I I set some. I know you want to be comfy, but knowing you, you'd probably dress up anyway. Well, you know, at least the I got to do my hair and makeup, you know, (laughs) like that's just kind of a you never know who you're going to run into, you know. I had said to my CEO early on, like, yeah, I just don't think that sales should wear hats on sales mm-hmm. calls. And I think that I have worn a V-neck or like a T-shirt, mm-hmm. like a nice T-shirt um, on some calls. But I typically try to always have a collar on of some sort. Yeah, I respect that. Um, but yeah, so that that's the weekdays. The weekends are more strategic reading, catching up on like tutorials for systems that we use, mm-hmm. um, you know, planning out your week internally, externally, getting your calendar in order, all of that good stuff. Um, and then sometimes the occasional fire drill or consulting project for another internal team. But this weekend I had a, I, I felt like I wanted to be social this weekend and like do have some good memories. And so I got together with Heston and nice. David Richardson. Okay. Uh, they met for the first time in, in real life. And um, we went out to to Grand Oak Golf Club and mm-hmm. played 18 together on Saturday. Um, dude, it was so hot. We played from like 1240 to 440. Yeah. I straight got back to the car and just upchucked like no, like eight times. I was so sick from the heat. It oh. was just, it was a killer. I'm sorry. But um, shout out to David. He won the round. Um, he's a butthole, but whatever. <laughs> he talks smack the entire time. Like he I mean, was just he crazy. can back it up though. Um, and then I shot second best, and then Heston came in third, which was a relief because Heston was sitting there claiming that he had shot an eighty-five on a course in Angel Fire. He played a nice course in Angel Fire in New Mexico here recently, and I guess he shared golf clubs out of another guy's bag and shot an eighty-five and. He told me that before the round, and I was like, well, if you shoot an 85 today, we will kill you, just so you know. <laughs> yeah. Like, we'll hurt you. Right. <laughs> so don't do that. So he didn't. <laughs> uh, how kind of him. So that was that was Saturday. Um, yeah. Sunday, I went down to Keene. Oh, did the you? The Holy City, and uh, thought of you. Yeah, man. Um, saw the Ms. Begate. There, there she blows. <laughs> That's partly where this podcast was hatched, I think. <laughs> but uh, Jeez. anyway. 
went down to uh, Keene to see Granny. She was turning 83 years old. Oh, awesome. So my dad built her a TV stand. Uh, we painted a door jam. My mom made lunch, celebrated her. Sounds like a wonderful day. It was fun. And um, then Sunday, PGA Tour Madness. Mm-hmm. We had the BMW Championship, and it was crazy, as Kiki knows. That's right. Shout out, Kiki. Sorry for not seeing that, but I'll go get up on your, your Twitter game after <laughs> the show for sure. Um, it, it was crazy. It was like reminiscent of, remember that long drawn out story with like the playoff duel and the mm-hmm. long putts? Like it was the exact same scenario. Yeah. Ended up going to a playoff, which, you know, if you're on hole 10 of the final round, like you weren't seeing that coming. Nah. And uh, then ultimately John Rom pulls it out with like a 66 and a half foot putt um, to beat Dustin Johnson. Number one in the FedEx Cup playoffs and number two in the play- FedEx Cup playoffs, as well as number one in the world rankings versus number two in the world rankings in a playoff duel in the next to the last championship in the playoffs. Like this was the 70 person tournament mm-hmm. with no cut. So typically they bring in like 150 people okay, and they play Thursday, Friday, and then they, the, the worst half gets lopped off. They're not invited for the weekend. So they had to pay to get there. This is the business dynamics of it. Right. If you get to the weekend, you're likely going to break even. And okay. then if you place like top 25, you're making a little bit of money. Dude, like some of these guys can make a killer living and never win a tournament. Um, so this one didn't have a cut. Next week definitely doesn't have a cut because only 30 players, the top 30 players in the season are invited to to play. Nice. And they all start at different scores. So Dustin Johnson is number one. He's going to tee off at minus 10 for the tournament. John Rahm is going to tee off at minus eight for the tournament. So in that way, because they do that cumulative score where they take all the points from the entire season and then they allocate you a score under or at par for your starting position, that means that $15 million is on the line for these four rounds. Like it truly equalize like it's so <laughs> cool the way that they do it it's been controversial the first couple of years but i'm a huge fan okay so they haven't been doing it for too long no the, not this not the way that they i think that um it used to be that i think the person who won the tour championship wasn't necessarily the person that won uh the the fedex cup mm-hmm. and now if you win the tour championship intrinsically you win the fedex cup because it's all pre-allocated. Yeah. So it's nice because if you're the leader on the season and you go in at minus 10, but then you shoot 10 over and you're 10 shots behind, you know, it, it really makes it up for the grabs and high stakes yeah. drama. It's going to be incredible. Awesome, man. Well, can't wait for you to report back and let me know how it goes. Cool. I hate to lose another student listener because of that <laughs> bit, but I didn't want you no, in the man. first place. I mean, listen. This is this is our show, so we both talk about what we want, man. I'm sure I I'm sure I lose some people during the music talk, which I'll be, you know, talking about a little later. Anyway, um, my weekend. Unless you had more over the weekend. No, I was just swallowing my water. Oh, okay. So how was your weekend, Brad? It was pretty good. Uh, did we trade places this weekend? Yeah, I was <laughs> over in Dallas on Friday night. Had a little date night over at the Rustic with Courtney. And uh, we went there. So this was the first live music that we've heard um, since Corona. 
There's a nice little country band, and uh, we got to listen to them, eat some good food, and hang out for a bit. Um, the Rustic is I, like that's that's one of the places that I would go to a lot whenever I first moved to Dallas because my apartment was literally right across the street, and I could walk oh, there. Forget about that. Yeah. Um, and so I, I like that. I like that place. Um, I, I think it's interesting because you know how the state fair has been canceled this year. They. Yes. You haven't heard? Oh, no. Is it back? It's back in limited format. Oh, snap. Okay. Well, at the Rustic, they were having like a state fair pop up. Nice. And they're going to be having like a bunch of food. That, and that licensed brand is valuable. You got to yeah. think like Big Tex. But I, th- I heard that Big Tex is going to be wearing a mask, but it's <laughs> it's going to be open for like limited reservation, like group call aheads or something oh, of that effect. I saw an article on this recently. Okay. Um. So maybe it's breaking news. Uh, the must yeah, heard, must of heard the week. baby. Oh, we are just we are gelling. We are. What's it called? Um, head to head. Yeah. Cosmetology. We lost it. Brainology. Um, astrology. Yeah. Uh, te- telepathy. Telepathy. Tele- <laughs> wow. That's that's yeah. where we could read each. Yeah. Are you saying we're reading each other's mind? Yeah, like sharing sharing yeah. mind waves. Yeah, we're synchronized because we were like, "Do you remember?" remember? Yeah. September. Uh, I'm listening to last week's episode and I'm like listening to the Mexico part and I'm like, oh, I'm so stupid. I just have so much regret and yeah. guilt. Well, <laughs> so much regret and shame. Oh, yeah, we, we feel that from time to time. So uh, that's cool about the rustic, though. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That's been one of those transitional spots where I'm like, it's the closest thing to going out that you can have right now. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So live music was great um had had great food and let's see what else um man i've just been you know courtney's been off the last several days she goes back to work tomorrow so just been spending some quality time we've been watching some uh some netflix shows a lot of our shows are coming back um i don't know if you're familiar with the boys uh i don't watch it this is an amazon prime show it's like if superheroes existed and if they were controlled like by the government and then like you could sign documents and like ship another hero to another country and like that make is trades and terrifying stuff terrifying given it the is. current climate bro it's insane either I, that or it explains what's going on <laughs> yeah so season two drops this friday i was super excited about it all right um and then the mandalorian disney plus it's a star wars spinoff season two comes out at the end of this month that was just announced today another must heard <laughs> and then we've also been watching the show yellowstone which is nuts i love it what is that is that netflix no it's uh, i don't even know what channel it airs on like it's not on any streaming platform so i actually had to buy the series on itunes gross yeah i know but it's so good kevin costner's in it and uh okay. s- several it's other like a western or something yeah it's like a little wet it's like a western um what's uh do you watch the show succession on hbo no i don't ah, you're missing out man you're <laughs> i know I'm really yeah. strapped for time. I know you are. And it's like, you're, you're trying to make big boy moves. So you don't really just want to sit and watch TV. I get it. But. It's hard. Like it's hard when you're up all day, you know, like in yeah. half the evening and then you like want to just commit. It's like I, I clicked into Netflix the other night and I'm like, all right, let me treat myself. It's 923. I'm sitting here on the couch <laughs> with my food, you know, trying to wind down for the evening. And, um, 
I look at these series and I'm like, yeah, I could think of like I'm so ADD at that point that it's like I'm still like just give me fast frame content. Like what's on YouTube? What's on, you know, what's going on in the, in the news? Like there's so many different uh, attractive lures that are being, you know, shimmered in the water from my brain mm-hmm. that it can be difficult to to focus in and really decide what you want to watch. Yeah. Yeah, um, I recently it's... watched something that Michael had been prescribing for me for forever. What is this? F one, Formula oh, One, driving F1's to survive. Great. Yeah, dude. I think him and I have talked about it. I think uh, I think he brought it up at my birthday in Mexico. I finally buckled down and watched season one, and was just kind of fascinated by it because he'd always prepped me that this was like the ultimate primer to become a fan of a sport. Um, it's just this like no holds barred behind the scenes docu-series on F1 and everything surrounding it. Mm-hmm. And F1 is just these like crazy organ these crazy funded organizations like Mercedes and Ferrari, Red Bull, uh, Renault, um, McLaren, you know, um, and others. Haas, you know, there's like 20 teams essentially. And they all have like a different ownership and management group and a, a head chief. And then they each have two drivers per team. So there's elements of teamwork, but also competitiveness mm-hmm. that can backfire. Like, go watch this show for sure. And um, it really was the greatest primer. I ended up watching season two, just was all into it. And then there was a race this weekend, actually. So I, I had tweeted out that it was the best socially distanced sports day because F1 was going off that morning. And then uh, the BMW championship that afternoon. True. And so Michael's added me to like this um, Instagram group specifically for F1 because there's it's a whole world. Yeah. And it's it's crazy. I've just I don't want to butcher it. I feel like Michael would be mad at me for discussing this without him on the show. But just take a gander on Netflix. Yeah. Ninety nine percent of y'all have it. Check it out if you're interested. It it is glamorous. It's fast paced. It's I want to go to Monaco, man. Mm -hmm. I want to go to the Grand Prix like. It is just a star-studded, wealth-infused sport and business rivalry organiz- like situation. Like it's yeah. so cool, and the uh, stakes are high. I enjoy it a yeah. lot. Yep, I'm with you. I don't think I watched season two. I need to get on season two. Season two. So season one, I was kind of thinking like, okay, they got some of the not the top teams, like the, not the top two teams, mm-hmm. like not the real winners, because Lewis Hamilton, who races for Mercedes, you know, he's like what on on the cusp of winning like his sixth or seventh consecutive world championship with Mercedes. Like he's won, he won this weekend. He won the Belgian grand prix. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think it was his first time to win it. (laughs) He's like always in pole position. Um, the thing I didn't know about F1 is you, you have to ship everything there to this track that could be in Singapore. It could be in France. It could be in Austin, Texas, and you have to set everything up and then you have to enter your cars and then, you race around on Saturday and whoever has the best time, mm-hmm. you know, you get divvied up by your time on that qualifying event, uh, according to the pole position. And so Lewis Hamilton's always in pole position, which means he literally starts first. Like they're in the grid. And if you start 20th, like you're way back. And so anyway, he just is always pole position, always number one. Anyway, they cover all those guys in season two. They cover Ferrari, okay. Mercedes, you fall in love with Toto Wolf, uh, the chief for Mercedes. I think that's Michael's favorite, although he's like a big Red Bull fan. Okay. He likes Max Verstappen the best. Mm. Yeah, so 
I think I might start season two of that this weekend. Dude, it's yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, I'm hyped. BT Dubs, did you go and watch Tenet? Uh, no, I, I want to go see that. What are you doing Saturday? Um, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Let's go. Okay. Let's go. Okay. Cause, uh, I've just been hearing crazy things. Yes. Yeah, Saturday, baby. Like it looks amazing. Yeah. Um, it, it's also crazy to think that movie theaters are back. Yes. I guess we'll be masked up. Um, and it, uh, I've, I've read reports that the, you know, uh, social distancing has not hurt the opening weekend box office numbers for tenant. Uh, I'm really, sure. yeah. Like what did they make? Well, um, I'll look that up right now. I know. I think they already had the numbers for overseas. Um, let me look it up. Well, did it release this last weekend? Because it's Wednesday yes. already. So it had like an early release in some places. It says Tenet earns big at UK Ireland box office amid ongoing Corona pandemic. Um, surprisingly strong debut overseas. So let's see. It's reported that it collected. Um, a little over seven million from the UK. So that I mean, that's that's nothing to scoff at. That's not much at all, though. No, like, but if the you, big openings are like hundreds of millions of dollars, right? Yeah, but if we're talking like Corona, where people, I don't know, I I think it's doing well f- considering the pandemic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to know what people are doing or what's going on. Yeah. Anyway, I'm down to watch it. I'm excited about it. Um, yeah, so I've been watching those shows. If you haven't seen Yellowstone, man, I would go ahead. Uh, it's violent. And, but I don't know. If that stuff doesn't bother you, then I would highly recommend Yellowstone. It's really interesting. Um, keeping it in film, and we've already talked a little bit about Disney and Marvel, uh, I do want to say rest in peace Chadwick Boseman, uh, who played the Black Panther, um, he passed away over the weekend. Um, it turns out he was at stage four, or yeah, stage, started out stage three colon cancer. He was diagnosed four years ago and did not tell anyone. He filmed all of these movies like while he was going to like chemotherapy and everything, and uh, it progressed to stage four, and unfortunately he passed away over the weekend. But um, excellent a- actor. What a champ. Honestly. I love the people that get cancer and don't say anything and to anybody. Yeah, they just take it in stride and like he continues move. Like this dude would go like as Black Panther to hospitals and, and and meet with kids that had cancer, you know, and like make their day all the while like not trying to get a pity party for himself or anything like that. Like he was just I don't know, man. He was just like really resilient. Um he if if you are if you haven't watched like any of the Marvel movies and you don't know him as Black Panther, um, he was in Forty Two. He played Jackie Robinson. Um, he was in a recent Netflix film, um, the uh, the Five Bloods. Um, I don't know. He's been he's been in a lot of different ones, but really really good actor. Anyway, I uh, just wanted to say rest in peace to him. Um, gonna miss his talent, honestly. Yeah. yeah, RIP. He's. Uh, I saw so many people, obviously posting about him. So many high-profile uh, people that, um, you know, just seem to have a lot of respect for him and his fortitude and his will. So that's the way to do it. And sad to see him go, but yeah. RIP. And. Yep. Um. All right. Mavericks are out, man. Okay. They're out. 
Cool. Thanks for updating us. Um, You're what did Luca do? Did he do something crazy? Luca got fi- dude. The refs are soft, man. Luca got fined fifteen thousand um, dollars. There was a play where the refs blew the whistle or something. He like pushed the ball. The ref wasn't looking whenever he went to pass it to him, and it kind of bounced off the ref- ref's leg. And they called a tech on Luca. He like if you watch the clip, it's not like he chunked it at the ref or anything like that. It was just a bounce pass. The ref wasn't paying attention and it hit him. And Luca, I think he rubs a lot of refs the wrong way because he tends to complain a lot. Um, as talented as he is, um, he's still a young dude and I, I think he has some maturing to do. Um, and so I'm sure he had already kind of flustered some of the refs and so they called a tech on him. Um, this was after, uh, what's his name? Marcus Moore, uh, Marcus Morris. Um, was called for a flagrant. This dude like wrapped his whole arm around Luca's head and knocked him down and then said it wasn't an accident, didn't mean to step on his bad ankle. Um, he was fined 35K. Oh, wow. Yeah, chump change to them. But um, yeah, I mean, it'll, it'll get your attention in your rookie contract year, maybe. Yeah. A lot of people were calling say, uh, for a um, suspension. Cause I mean, dude, if you watch the clip, I'll have to go watch this video. Yeah, on uh, like it was pretty sketchy. The only Luca video I saw over the last week or two was like some buzzer beater, basically. To like, oh man, a- that was amazing. It was the game before last. Um, they had been down by like uh, I think up to twenty two points, and then they made a comeback, and uh, Luca hits like a deep three at the end. Uh, beautiful, beautiful. So that nice. honestly, the Mavs were a lot of fun to watch this season. I think there's a lot of room to grow. Like, and I'm just really excited about the future. Excited to go get to see him play in real life one yes, day. Yes, honestly, in our backyard. Yep. Yeah, he's a young dude. He's already he's just breaking records left and right. Um, so excited to see that. Um, let's see. As far as sports, what else? Football's back in like two weeks. Less than yeah, two weeks. I got fantasy. eight days. I'm in this group text right now and all these uh, people that I'm in fantasy football with are just going crazy. Um, I won, I won this league last year and I I just tend not to talk. I I let my wins do the talking. Um, Won a couple hundred bucks. Wow. You just cemented last place for this season. Nah, I'll be all right with that comment. Nah, these guys are chumps. They don't know what they're doing (laughs) anyway. um, Yeah. So, so football's coming back. Yeah, Yeah. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see what's up. Yeah, we'll see what's up. The Dallas Stars are trying to clinch uh, the series that they're playing in tonight, I believe. I think they're one ahead. They're like three and two. Um, so the they, Stars. Like, yeah, a lot of the Dallas teams have been doing good. Um, I saw your mom tweet about the Texas Rangers. Yeah. Do you have any info on that or not? No. Okay. Um, I don't. I, I watched more. This season, and by that I mean probably half an hour. Um, yeah, you know I'm just not big into, not huge into baseball. I don't, I haven't followed it these last couple of years too much. Mm-hmm. But I am anxious to go to that new ballpark for sure. Yeah. It looks amazing. Um, I guess a lot of trades have taken place over the course of this week or today, and uh, I saw a bracket where it says like the best trade, like the best deals and the worst deals. Texas Rangers ended up in the worst deals. Uh, it says that they were sellers that didn't sell nearly enough. Um, they traded Mike Miner to the Oakland A's, uh, which proves, and then the writer says it proves to be a year too late. So they should have gotten rid of him sooner. And then it says, other than trading off a few guys to the Mets, the Rangers have been very quiet. Um, 
and they then they go on to mention a lot of people that they should be trying to pick up, which it doesn't look like they're making moves to do. I, I know that she was pretty incensed by John Daniels, the yeah. GM, and yes. she had tweeted the show just basically saying, just go on air and say, screw John Daniels, let's ride him out of town on a pole and get rid of this dude. And I feel like he's been here for forever now. Like he's since I was a kid, he's been the GM. So I don't know. Uh, to me, you know, you're either going to build a championship team and do what it takes mm-hmm. or you're not. And I like to I like to it's one thing I do like about the Cowboys. Like some people think that Jerry spends money to not win. And I don't think that not winning equates to money. I think that the longer you play, the more games you can sell, the more merch, the more tickets, the mm-hmm. more clout. Like, you know, he, he built America's team. And for that, I guess I'm really grateful in some ways. Like I wasn't privy to the whole, um, who did he fire? Tech, tech Shram or what? Who's the um, famous coach? Tom Tom Landry? Yes. He fired Tom Landry too unceremoniously. And for our parents' generation, they'll never get over that. And meanwhile, you know, he's built, I think it's like the, the most lucrative sports franchise in the world. He really helped put football on the map. And really just with the Cowboys, like they're the Yankees of football, you know, they're it's one of those things like you come to America, you're going to be a Lakers fan, a Yankees fan and a Cowboys fan coming from anywhere in the world. And for that, I'm grateful yeah. to the Jones family. And I don't necessarily now he hasn't won for us in quite some time. So for that, I'm not very appreciative, yeah. but I feel like he's putting, he's putting a try at it at least. And I also like how he'll go get like wife beaters and <laughs> rehab them. Like, you know, <laughs> I, I love, uh, always loved the fact that he's like, wait, who'd you kill? Perfect. You're <laughs> starting the offensive line. <laughs> I kind of like that. You know, dudes from the longest yard. Yeah, no, I love it. Like Michael Irvin, you know, <laughs> some of the inspiration for the longest yard remake. Yeah. And, and acting like there's something about that. And he, he can create a brand and, Anyway, we'll see how they do this year. They better come through in the paint. Yeah, like, man. Uh, CD Lamb has been pretty cocky on social media, actually. So I want to see how the rookie does. I mean, starting out, he took his second phone from his second girl, you know, <laughs> yeah. like from day one, from yeah. frame one of this dude on the <laughs> national. Like, yeah, he's in the right place. <laughs> he's yeah, wearing Des Bryant's number. Like, yeah, it'll plus he it'll won't have much year. to compete with with Amari Cooper, just kind of like running yeah. around and <laughs> doing zigzags. <laughs> Nah, I mean, Cooper's all right. He's, I feel like he He's gave decent. up. He gives up sometimes. And yeah. there's a big Gatorade ad of him that flashes across the billboards <laughs> in Victory Park every day. And I'm like, eh, I don't know about that. Yeah, that's fair. Um, we don't have to keep going on sports, though. We can. Okay. We can ship. Do you have more on sports? Um, I was on just, sporty uh, balls. As far as basketball, I know that the Thunder and Rockets game tonight uh, okay. determines who advances. Lakers are already um, moving on to the next series. Um, and then we got a few other teams that I don't think people particularly care about. Um, we should negotiate our sports coverage on this show. Yeah. Yeah. We should limit it. So we don't feel this impetus to like cover all Dallas sports and then like, yeah, I think that there's probably a genuine shared interest in PGA tour and oh, is that right? <laughs> between you and me and uh-huh. uh, F1 <laughs> yeah. and uh, football. All right. And, well, I uh, care. I wanted to talk about the Dallas Mavs at least because I have been watching that. Actually, I no, I appreciate that, and I knew yeah. that you could catch us up because I wouldn't be able to. Yeah. As far as the rest, you know, I, I can't go super in depth, but um, 
the best of the rest. Yeah. Yep. Cool. So that's that. So um, that's our weeks. That's sports, folks. Yeah, man. We're, we're making iterations, moving towards episode 50. Yeah. So Brad and I are going to go out on a limb today's episode and say that you can expect some changes coming likely around episode 50, 50. maybe. Yeah. Four we'll, episodes. We'll see. Yeah. We'll just throw that nugget out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep your eyes out. Um, Watch for us. So in other news, the the world is a little bit on fire, I guess. There was a... a sh- it's really sad whenever I don't even know like what yeah. you're about to bring up because there's just so much going on. I saw a tweet today that was like, well played, Black Mirror. Season six is just, we're <laughs> yeah. doing it, and you didn't even tell yeah. us. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, Wr- writing itself. If you look at Twitter Explorer, it's like a mashup of like... Nancy Pelosi went to a salon and got her nails done in San Francisco. I, I, I saw that she was deal. mad. I thought I saw that she was mad at the salon or something. In other news, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, she drops a book. And in that book, she tells a story about a trip to North Korea where uh, Kim Jong-un winked at her. Whoa. And Trump said, all right, Sarah, time to do your country a huge service and be a hero. Take one for the team. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, <laughs> unsurprising. He's think, always thinking America first. <laughs> I don't know, man. The dude thinks 82% of Americans make $400,000 annually. Oh, wait, what? Joe Biden said he wants to cut taxes for those who uh, make 400000 or above. Um, wait, what? He, he, no, he doesn't. Joe I mean, Biden I, wants to cut taxes. Or sorry, not cut, not cut. He wants to tax you. more. Sorry, I, I said that incorrectly. I was like, that. he wants to tax them more. And then Trump tweets out, Joe Biden wants uh, to tax eighty-two percent of Americans. Oh, I I don't know. Just because he's so out of touch with, I guess, what Americans are actually making. I, I don't think that Trump is actually. I think that the I don't know if the two tweets were correlated or if. He obviously gets bad stats, and he's probably not a mathematician. I think he's probably decent with numbers off his head, but because um, he's he's a hustler, you know, like he knows that two tens make a twenty. You know what I mean? Um, I'm just whatever. Biden yeah. came out and finally, I guess, kind of distanced himself from the rioting, and because I guess that's the part that I wanted to talk about more than anything was um, you had the. Apparently, there's a, a a black gentleman in Kenosha that could be paralyzed from the waist down. I've yes. heard different reports, but uh, because he was shot seven times in the back by a uh, a white police officer this time. Um, now, granted, I think there were a lot of problems leading up to that moment. I'm not excusing the behavior. I'm just also mm-hmm. some of this is troubling when you're like, you know, evading and reaching into your pickup like you know the, what do they always they, they would shoot a white man if he was reaching back well see pickup. that's that's the issue because there was like that kid with the ak and the cops like went right past him and went to the dude that was walking away well you can open carry in some states i, I think that kid might have been 17 and not allowed to carry that weapon in that moment but it, it's different it's a different opening scenario however the story that you're referencing is basically in in response to all of that and then mm-hmm. burning the city and cars and all of this yeah there was a 17 year old kid armed with an ak 
that was patrolling the streets essentially i guess he like he wasn't even from there like he drove across state lines to get over there i don't know what that well, kid was doing some of the some of the right has been activated into these like mobilized caravans that are going with their flags and their guns and they're like trying to protect the cities that the looters are like you know just destroying essentially yeah so this kid i haven't seen any of i don't know if there is video or anything but apparently at one point he felt as though he was being attacked or chased and they as i understand it this is the story that i was told the kid with the ak is getting pummeled essentially and they're like there's like a pack of people that are chasing him and they get him down and they hit him and he ends up shooting two of them Mm -hmm. and like at that moment I know that when you walk into a crowd with an AK, anything after that is not self-defense in many ways. However, in this explicit moment, I guess that he's claiming that it was self-defense because he was getting pummeled. Is that your understanding? Um, I do agree that that's like his defense. Uh, Again, I'm, I'm seeing, is there a video of this or no? Uh, yeah, somewhere. I, I, I saw it like last week. We, uh, cause yeah, I don't know. It was several days ago. I've I've lost it, and I, I mean, it's for me, it's kind of more of the same as far as like I think I think that there are certain times where skin color play plays a role in it. I'm not. I don't have enough information on either of these cases to say that that's that's what happened this time around. Um, I just do know it, like it's it keeps building a case to make that argument whenever things like this continues to happen. Um, whenever you have certain people that there is no weapon and then you have somebody that has an AK. Um, anyway, I don't have a super strong take on it because I, I briefly read it. I didn't look into it too much uh, just because I'm like a lot of times reading those things brings me down. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I understand that some of these topics are important and everything, but I just didn't have uh, the time this week, I guess. Yeah, it really is difficult in this age of spin, as Dave Chappelle would say, Mm -hmm. uh, to understand what's going on, because I feel like the same network will like contradict itself from hour to hour. Like I was watching CNN, a midday program the other day, and they were saying how Fox News was like radicalizing everybody and how they were using b-roll from protests and violence in like portland for instance from weeks ago Mm -hmm. to describe the situation on the ground today but then like later on cnn they're showing the same footage and they're like stuff's going crazy in portland and i'm like wait what (laughs) yeah you know so i i I know from personal experience with the news and, and different things like this and watching it that the situation in victory park and in Dallas and on Main Street and Deep Ellum with the looting and the rioting that hit so close to home mm-hmm. several months ago really showed me like how Twitter broadcasting ultimately a version of that ends up at ABC News Corporate. And yeah, there's B-roll for multiple days mm-hmm. describing an overall scenario on a particular day. And yeah. so I know how they can trick you with some of that, but it's just never been more polarized in terms of I, I watch Fox News and they're like, murder is up by double digits in the top 25 American cities to an alarming amount. And it's just data that I'm like, okay, I'm looking at their date parameters. You know, if they're sourced, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's on an incredible news hour. Maybe this is true. And yeah. then 
you listen to the Democratic, you know, mayor press conference on CNN and they're like, you know, violence was down until Trump did X or Y or Z or it's always Trump. Mm-hmm. And it's like so confusing as to yeah, what what's I don't know. Yeah, no, I I 100% feel you. I mean, can you pinpoint it to an exact action by a certain person? Maybe not. I would make the argument that sometimes I think Trump does incite violence in in his rhetoric. Um, is that to say like why all this stuff is happening? I I mean I I can't say that. It's just confusing too because I listen. I audience as always. I know I'm white. I know I'm a privileged white male. Blah blah blah. At the same time, I I know people of many different colors, religions, creeds, mm-hmm. and I feel like for the most part, if you're above twenty five. You make $50,000 or more a year. Like everything is going okay at the moment. Like, you know, I I don't have black friends calling me and saying I was profiled so aggressively this week that I had to tell somebody like I I'm not I'm just not Mm -hmm. hearing this stuff. And when I interact with people, I don't know how to put this, but my perception when I'm interacting with minorities as a white man, which is daily, is that. There's also no feeling of oppression or anything coming from the opposite end. Like nobody's like yeah. looking at me out of the corner of their eye or anything like that. It's just like, hey, man, what's up? You know, like mm-hmm. so it's just that jiving with what I'm seeing on the ground. Yeah. You know, like I don't think that there's all this real civil unrest. I don't think that there's I think that racial inequality is likely at an all time low. Still got a long ways to go. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like I'm the fight's not over. Uh, slavery was two people ago. Jim Crow was one people ago. Mm-hmm. So a hundred percent, we got we got ten people to go before this is sorted out, and we're on to the next thing. Yeah, in my head, um, we're still a young country. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, I don't know where I'm going with all that, but yeah, no, it, I, it's I totally get what to you're know saying. who to trust, mm-hmm. and I don't want any black people that are unarmed being shot mercilessly by the police. I also can't identify with a person of any color that is like evading and disobeying and doing all this stuff and reaching for something in a glove compartment of a car. Like I would never do that. I have also going back to the AK thing. I'm totally unnerved and creeped out by citizens that open carry on a holster in a non-country setting. Mm -hmm. Like it seems like an intimidation tactic and it's a great way to get your gun or your piece stolen or get monkeyed with, you know, to a certain extent. And, you know, I say that as a person who is licensed to carry a firearm in 42 States in this country, you know? Yeah. Well said. (laughs) I, yeah, I would agree with all of that. Like I understand, you know, if people have the right, uh, they've taken the proper steps in order to, acquire those weapons uh I, th- I think i said many episodes ago that like i still don't understand the necessity or like why y- you would need an assault rifle or anything like that but that's i don't know we don't need to that is an area of pronounced uh profiling and bigotry as well in that a white man that's openly brandishing an ak over his shoulder in some of these demonstrations or you know half these dudes are in militias or whatever mm-hmm. you know that is looked on one way by the police, whereas a muscular black male with an AK over his shoulder, which there was an instance of that in yeah, the, these. Yeah. I think it was here in, it Dallas, was in Dallas, actually. Yeah. And something happened with him, I feel like. Like yeah. he got detained. Mm-hmm. You know, it just 
it does not go the same. No. And I think we have to recognize that. Like I'm, I'm not trying to make generalizations yeah. here. I'm just, no. And that's, that's literally the only point that I was trying to make. Like, I'm not trying to make it a racial thing. I'm just saying it does seem like there are certain biases and like certain at certain times, it just seems like white people can get away with a few other things that, that uh, other people can't. So that, that's really all it was. Um, again, I, I can't say that the, that the shooting was because of, you know, uh, a racial bias or, or somebody being racist and they, they just assumed that they were going to attack or anything like that. I don't know enough, enough to confirm that. I, I know enough of good sense. You know, I have enough good sense to comment that if you're traveling from one market to another to intervene with an AK-47 in a civil unrest matter, you're you should be in Sierra's Zoom class and you're asking for trouble. <laughs> yeah, <there you laughs> Catch Catch my drift. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm not saying that uh, my reaction to the kid getting beat up in Victory Park was much different after I figured out that he was not a shop owner, but was instead a drunk vigilante with a machete, mm -hmm. you know, right. You know, things change with that narrative all yeah. of a sudden. It's like, oh, so you you asked for that skateboard to the head a little bit. <laughs> like, I feel yeah. less bad for you in this mm -hmm. moment. But anyway, I digress. The whole point being that the country is still kind of going nuts at the moment. And it's September 2. So September, October, we are two months from tomorrow. We go to the ballot box. We go to the, the post office, <laughs> no. we go to the ballot box and Biden or Trump will be elected president. Wild. Although they're saying with early voting, mail-in voting, precinct voting, distancing voting, they may not have like an accurate tally day of. Oh yeah. Which, yo, that's gonna, you think we're rioting right now. Yeah. Just wait, son. Just wait. It's, I don't know, man. I've, it's going to be ugly. Yeah. It I'm will not, not be I'm, Al Gore v. Bush, where he nah. just gracefully bowed out and said, for the good of the country, I'm done. Yeah. You know, they're not going to let Trump just, you know, not have a recount. Um, you know, if they're close, they're going to recount for Biden. And I don't know this whole speculation about Trump not leaving office and all of that. Like, I don't I don't buy that that can really happen. Um, yeah. Because, you know, it's the office. It's not the man. Yeah. But or, or woman as. Kamala would be the first U.S. president <laughs> when Joe Biden dies of a heart attack upon election. Yeah. It's like, I what? <laughs> yeah. Clutches this it worked. <laughs> it's 2020. <laughs> oh, crazy times, people. Crazy times. Yeah, buddy. So we vote in two months. We celebrate our one year show anniversary in mere weeks. Wow. And uh, yeah, it's been a crazy year of reflection as well. It certainly has. Um. I'm ready to take your students' advice and just GTFO. Oh, well, let me let me just run through a couple of things real quick then. Dude, how was therapy? It was awesome. We didn't follow up on that. Yeah, we. Um, it was good. I, I'm not going to delve too much into about what we talked about, but I found it very helpful, and I have my next session tomorrow. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. So the therapist that I'm using, he's like an ex, he's like a veteran, and then he has specialized in like people that had P. PTSD and then he also uh, worked with kids for a while and now he's you know just doing uh, what he's doing now um, and so it was funny I was like well you know I, it's not like 
I need help because I have these terrible memories of like going to war and like fighting the enemy. Like I haven't had like any near death experiences. I'm not suicidal. Like I, so You're like I know you have experience with Iraq, but let me tell you about the, the hallways. Yeah, in it's like, dude, a student pissed me off yesterday. <laughs> have you ever read Pilgrim's Progress, yeah. Mr. Veteran? It's like you know the things that keep me up at night might be a little less intense. Um, but yeah, no, it, I, I honestly thought it was really great. And I, I'm looking forward to because, you know, the first one was kind of initially like just kind of getting to know me and who I am. So I, th- I think we'll be able to do even more stuff tomorrow. Um, so I'm looking forward to it, man. Thanks for asking. Yeah, man. I, I got the the limited outreach that I do receive from show listeners. Everybody was, you know, very supportive and uh, almost proud and thankful that you had mentioned it. Yeah. Um, you know, just somebody with as much uh, kind of strength and emotional intelligence as you do in a leader that you were willing to go on the record and just say that, you know, they, they thought it further destigmatized things and, uh, we're just proud of you. So, well, I, yeah, I appreciate you saying that. Cause that's, that's all that I wanted, you know? Um, sometimes we just need a little help. So, um, yeah, I'll let you know if I find, uh, any, any more, uh, nuggets or kernels of, of truth that, that come from it. Um, I'll, I'll probably keep some of the personal things that I talk about, you know, off, off air, but any, any, be, any like an arc. Yeah. Like any, any kind of like meditation advice or just good advice in general. Like I'd be willing to share some of that stuff. Um, yeah, I, I just want to run through a couple of these topics. I'll, I'll save one for maybe next time. Um, Carol Baskin and Nelly, what do they have in common? They're both, uh, murderers <laughs> um you know i don't know about nelly <laughs> um they're both going to be on dancing with the stars oh my goodness because <laughs> that's what our world has come to that's the most important are they heard. allowed to start filming that anytime I, soon i don't know apparently they came out with a whole list and those two were on the roster uh, that i that i took note of wow they um, shut down tiger king whatever yeah they shut down the, the His place. place yeah crazy um after Joe Budden retweeted me, I did make the switch to Apple Music. What up? Congrats. Yeah, feeling good about it. That's some brand loyalty, folks. Yeah, man. Um, my, I found a program that seamlessly like transfers my playlists from Spotify to Apple Music. I had one playlist that has like thousands of songs in it, and it just transferred right in. So I uh, didn't lose any of my favorite uh, playlists or music. So I'm an Apple boy now. Well, it's lucky that there wasn't an assembly to uh, convince you to delete, <laughs> to delete all of it. database either. Yeah, well, the Illuminati confirmed. Yeah. Goathead. Um, also, <laughs> I'm joining the stock market game. Oh, I saw this. Yeah, man. Uh, downloaded Robinhood today. Oh, snap. They're, yeah, they're going They're going through my stuff Next right now. Next week, you'll have a puffer vest on, folks. It'll just be <laughs> uh, a VC douche. Dude, Heston, Heston tweeted me during this episode, and he's like, dude, super excited for you. I'm happy to share a few things I've learned over the last 15 years, if you like. Heston, I will be taking you up on that. Uh, I think it'd be, it'd be worth your while. <laughs> yeah. Before you start dabbling with real money, just talk to old Heston and... He just, that's all he does is like, he's like, well, I had a dollar. Now I have two. Uh, (laughs) Tomorrow I'll have four. That's the plan. That's the goal. So, um, all this Tesla and Apple splits. Yeah. I, I, I read that like, uh, I actually read that today because, you know, I'm looking into what I'm going to be investing in, um, and was reading a little bit about that. Um, you might've missed that wave for this week. Yeah, I'm thinking so, but it's all good. 
And then as far as music goes, Big Sean is dropping Detroit 2 this week. Oh, cool. Super excited about that. That's it has a lot of good features. Good. Uh, Janae Aiko, Post Malone, Eminem, um, T Grizzly, like a bunch of different uh, really good artists. Royce to 5'9". I'm excited about it. Nice. Those are some good names. Yeah, yeah, some yeah. Some little diversity there. Uh-huh. So uh, that's about it as far as music goes. But I'm a fan of that. T Grizzly, no effort. Yeah, yeah. Um, so T Grizzly, Royce to Five Nine, and Eminem are all on the same track. I believe. Oh wow! So it's it's like a star studded. Uh, the song is called Friday Night Cipher. You got to respect an artist with the clout that can get Eminem on a record. Yeah. Well, they're they're both Detroit boys. I, I think all. Well, the, I mean, Big yeah. Sean is probably. I mean, he's a very established rapper yeah, at this point. Like very famous. Yeah. So um, if you're into rap, be on the lookout for that. Um, that's really all I got. Right on. Uh, what you got going on between now and next episode? Uh, I got, we're going to watch Tenet on Saturday night. I hope yes. we get some golf going. I've got, I do have a pass to Windstar like Sunday, okay. Monday. So uh, I'll see if I take advantage of that. Might run up there and have a king size suite. And yeah. um, I haven't really talked to anybody about going. So we'll see. It's kind of a weird time situation, but. Got that, got work. Uh, I'll be back in the chair with you next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And then I fly out Saturday to Charleston, South Carolina. I just found out this week that like a lot of my family is going to be there um, for oh, my yeah? extended family. So I'm pretty excited. Like, awesome. We got an Airbnb on the on the water. Um, and it's going to be just a nice wedding in Charleston for my cousin. And uh, a lot of my other cousins and aunts and uncles and people like that are going to be there, which is exciting. And uh, I'll see my sister. That's and great. So yeah, looking forward to that. I'll fly back uh, Monday of that week, and then uh, we'll record a podcast. And then um, would love to. Uh, man, I'd love to go back to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need to get maybe, to work. Maybe on that. September, late September, October, something like that. Uh huh. Um, might be able to plot something after the fiftieth and all of that. But sounds good, man. Would love to be able to have some sort of. Um, not not live broadcast, but some sort of um, like a meet and greet or some sort of cool situation where everybody gets together and uh, yeah. probably can't do that this year. Probably not. Um, <laughs> but, you know, excuse me, with schools opening back up, uh, we're going to I don't know. I feel like that's really the the test to to see how this pandemic is going to play out or for how long that we're, you know, we're going to be social distancing. Um so it could be sooner or longer than than you'd think. We'll figure it out. Yeah, my my workspace is pretty hopping at this point. Mm-hmm. Like my team is still pretty distant, but I've never seen more people. And I think that judging from the amount of cars that are on the street and the businesses that are back open, mm-hmm. even at limited capacity, like if movie theaters are back open, you know the yeah. the escape room across the street is open. So right. if that's open, yeah, you man. Know, I mean, school's crazy. We had our first soccer game yesterday. I guess bars will really be the last frontier. Yeah. When you think about it. Yep. Bars and, and venues, obviously, like clubs, music venues, concerts, things like that. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll follow up on the State Fair limited reopening scenario next week. But for the moment, I'm ready to call number 46 a wrap. Sounds good, my dude. Thanks for getting together. You got any shout out to Kiki? Um, sorry for missing you. Thanks for being into golf. Yeah. Um, yep. Wish you'd raised a better son that was also into <laughs> golf, but you did your did your darndest. Yep, she tried. She, she turned tried. out all right. Um, and then I'll, again, I'll shout out Kaylee, both Kaylee and Dylan. 
Uh, thank you guys for listening. And to my student, James, forget you, man. You're getting extra homework. Oh, his name is James? Yeah. Can we dox him? Do you have his address? Yeah, we need to block this dude. People would be like, oh, I'd do it if I didn't have to drive so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, I'm just kidding. It's all love. Anyway. <laughs> Not for me, dude. Screw you, James. I don't like you. Nah, I love you, buddy. Anyway. I hope you listen to this one. And then I honestly hope you don't listen again, to be honest with you. <laughs> Mainly because you feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to feel bad. He's just going to be like, who's that guy? Uh, he'll know. I'm one half of this show. Mm. And uh, I'm going to leave it at that, James. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will, we will catch, you, catch up you up next ne- week. We are, dude, do you remember? We are so telepathic. I swear. 21st night, September. On that note, goodbye. Later. <laughs>